Welcome everyone to Empower Your Oils episode 113. Today in the Trust Your Vibes Essential Oil Oracle series, we're talking about the word of the year and we're going to recap Janet's reading. Empower Your Oils, it's essentially magic, a podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen, this podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Deuterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Deuterra essential oils, visit empoweryouroils.com. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Gina and Janet. And we're super stoked to be here today. We're going to recap Janet's Word of the Year reading in the Trust Your Vibes Essential Oil Oracle series. And um, what was your word of the year, Janet? My word for this year is shine. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> shine. So. so fun. Oh, you know what? It's so funny. I'm reading Kasha, which I don't think that we really talked about in your reading, but it's the oil of self-assurance and it's, it's our oil of the month. But did you know that it invites you to let, invites you to let your light shine and live <laughs> from your true self? Did you know that? I did not know that. It's so funny. How so appropriate some, is that? Totally, totally. So we do these readings and then they're like so profound and we had a few funny things that came up. We, um, we did our reading and, and normally we like do the recap right away and we didn't do that. So we had to re-listen to it all. And it was really fun to re-listen to it together. And then I'm looking at the picture and all this stuff. There's a few things that we didn't even notice the day that we did the reading. And so that was, that was really fun. And so we're going to talk about that. Yeah. And, and I think it's a great lesson because when we, go back over our readings and we remind ourselves, we see it with different lenses. We see it with a whole new um, lens that we didn't have the day, even though we only did this two weeks ago. Um, we're different people today than we were then. So. Yeah. And then we have, it's just like when you kind of see it overall, you know, 2020 is always more perfect than in the moment, but it's just interesting how it all came together and we didn't even notice it. <laughs> the interesting thing too is that the oils speak to us one way one day and then a different way a different day. So even though like there's a deepening when we read, listen to it today, I, I feel like there was a deepening in the magic of the oils as they spoke this time. Do you, do you, do you agree? I do agree. And also, since then, I had gotten a Vedic astrology reading, and it all came together that way, too. It was like it brought more deepening into the reading. It's like, oh, I can see how that goes together. And it was really interesting how, you know, once you focus on something, the universe keeps bringing it to you yeah. again and again yeah. and again. We should totally give um, Siri Kadam a plug because she's so fantastic and we love her so much. So, oh my gosh, uh, yes, she is amazing. So maybe on the blog post thing, you 
can put a little link to how to contact her because we love her and we um, Janet's way more regular about just getting readings from her and I'm like um, texting her going what in the fuck is going on with the stars my life is falling apart <laughs> uh, well, that's actually why I, I haven't been very regular with her and I all of a sudden I was like my life is a complete mess what's going on <laughs> hilarious so anyway we love Siri Kedem and she's um, incredible and um, taught me um, a lot about just owning who I am and um, going with the flow of the stars. So we, we love her. We wholeheartedly endorse her. Okay, so Shine. Yeah. So do you want to go backwards? Like what was your biggest aha out of the, I mean, we don't have to do the reading backwards, but do you want to start with what your big aha was in the reading? Almost all the oils that I drew affected the solar plexus. That is our chakra of the month. <laughs> mm, that was one thing we didn't even have recollection or remember during the reading. Yeah. And so to me, like your solar plexus is your power source. And so to shine, I need to really supporting my solar plexus and using the oils and everything and maybe some yoga to support the solar plexus. So it's like I need to really pay attention to that this year and make sure that it has fuel to burn the power and all that stuff. So um, one of the things in part of it somewhere, it was like we were taught, I mean, we all came that shiny is like the sun. So being shining, I'm going to shine consistently like the sun does every day. It shines without doing anything but shining. It doesn't have to work at it. It just, it just is there and it shines. That's what it does. And, but then there's some, you know, sometimes have a little few solar flares that flare up. Maybe then I'm a hot mess. But, um, but also I really brought into the shine is a sparkler. Because when I feel it in my body, it feels like little sparkly things all over my body. It vibrates and there's sparkles everywhere. And that's what shining feels to me like so so that also I, every once in a while I can um turn up my turn up my shine and start sparkling and shooting sparkle sparklies from my fingers and everywhere <laughs> I like it I like it I like it and so that's kind of like it became my kind of overall picture of shine as being the sun so it gives me images to think about so I'm sitting here looking at the reading. I have to say it. I have to say it. I have to say it. And the, there's a tiger's eye, which of course is the gemstone for the, the chakra, the solar plexus, which we didn't see when we were doing her reading. And if you look at her spread, it's just like clearly right there. But what I'm seeing in the rings, and that's the rune visual, when I'm looking at that right now and I'm hearing you talk about the sun and shining and the solar plexus and really empowered, I'm seeing the belt of a boxer. You know when he wins? <laughs> <laughs> you know when he wins the or or she too like there's female boxers but you know when they win the big the big like belt I don't know if that's the heavy belt or the winner's belt but you know it's always like yeah. the big circle with the two circles on the other side it has the belt and I and now I'm imagining you like ha you're gonna have to make this you're gonna have to make your heavyweight belt that you <laughs> put on when you shine like the sun and then you got 
sparkles coming out of your fingertips. It's fantastic, this visual I have in my head. Awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay, so keep going. I'll, I will not interrupt. Well, I'll try not to interrupt you anymore. So that was kind of my overall summary of my reading. On the reading, we, start, we have four sections, and it's the mind, the body, the heart, and the spirit. And we always recommend you start in the mind. And in the reading, it's like, what does your mind think about shine? Is it positive or negative? And to me, the positive part is that I have the permission to shine, and I can have the permission to help others have permission to shine. So it's a little bit of a mirror. And then um, the negative part of the mind, of course, is always, well, who are you to shine? You can't shine, you know, blah, 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 blah. So it was very, you know, the itty bitty shitty committee kind of comes in and definitely dims my shine because it's like beating me up. And then the oil I got for the mind was grapefruit, which is interesting because it's about honoring your body. And then another thing that I came upon with this time after we listened to it, I was like, the affirmation of grapefruit is, why is it so easy for me to honor and care for my body? Well, what if I change that? Why is it so easy for me to honor and care for my mind? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I think the mind gets a bad rap a lot. We're like, oh, get out of your mind, get out of your mind, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we have a mind for a reason. <laughs> right. And so maybe we need to, you know, I'm always like, wanting to tell the itty bitty shitty Canadian just to shut up, you know, shut the fuck up. But maybe we're like, well, it's trying to help us. So maybe it's being more honoring of what the mind is telling me and being more gentle with it. I always like to say, like, when we tell the mind to shut the fuck up, it just starts screaming louder or talking to you. Like, I like to just say duly noted, like, you know, like give it permission to say those things, but don't then own it. So I hear what you're saying about just honoring, honoring what it's trying to do, which is trying to protect you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, grapefruit releases self-abuse, self-neglect, and distortion of self. And how much is that all itty bitty shitty committee? Totally. Totally. I liked the part when you were talking about the mind of wanting to be magnetic. So it's like when I shine and when I'm like fully me and let people see it, then it actually... I mean, we talked about that mirror space, but not. I like this this idea of magnetizing as well because you're magnetizing people who want to also shine in their fullness. And I thought you had a little another different twist that when you're so shiny, it shines it shines the light on others, which came full circle to you and your reading and the ringmaster thing of part of your gift is to allow people to shine in their greatness. And so I love bringing that full circle into the reading, which we didn't talk about today or in the reading, but right now is this idea of when you fully shine and let people see you, you're also shining the light on their greatness. True. I Mm -hmm. like it. And almost in some ways it's your, well, is it your responsibility to, shine so other people can see their light yes I think it's everyone's responsibility to shine their own truth Mm. I mean Mm. I hate that word responsibility that's one of the things that keeps me from shining I think because it freaks me out I don't know one time part in the reading we were talking about why why does responsibility seem hard 
for shining. And it's like, I always think of like movie stars and people who they are shining themselves and then everybody puts them up on this pedestal. And then when they screw up, like a human being always seems to happen to us, then everybody just beats the shit out of them and shreds Mm -hmm. them because, oh my God, they have this responsibility to be our shining light and they screwed it all up. And so that's probably one of the, my fears of judgment of shining is I don't want people to beat me up about it when I screw up. Mm. Mm. So like people will hold you to a certain standard if you allow yourself to be fully expressed and fully seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I thought it was interesting because you answered in such a humble way when I asked you about if it was your responsibility to help others shine. And when you responded, it was so beautiful and eloquent in that you think it's everyone's responsibility to shine. And I, I think it's interesting because part of the reading, the original reading that we did, there was this whole thing about, <laughs> well, if I fully own who I am and I'm fully expressed and I'm fully shining, then what if I'm this big fucking egomaniac or people think that I'm just so, so full of it that I don't, you know, and what if I turn into an asshole? And, you know, so we had this like little spiral tangent of, and I was, I was kind of like, I don't, do you even have that in you? And you were like, yes, I'm an asshole. And I thought that was fun. Like during the reading, I was like, oh, that was not the, that wasn't when I asked you the question, that was not the answer I thought you'd give me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's this interesting thing of like how humble and beautiful you just responded to, is it your responsibility? And you're like, it's everyone's responsibility. And, and this idea of you not in some ways, not wanting to be fully expressed because you don't want to be egoic. And so like, I, I just want to witness you in the, the duality of this desire and fear um, to be to be seen and to be fully expressed in the fullest um, glory of you. And then also, um, my one of my other fears is that if I am too shiny and and if I'm the sun or if I'm sparklers or something, I'll burn others. So I'm worried that if I'm too shiny, I'll like dim other people's lights. Mm-hmm. And then Gina had this whole analogy about the sun. You know, if you're the sun, the sun doesn't care that you go out and spend too much time in the sun and get burned. I mean, it's not the sun's responsibility to keep you from being burned. You know, it's your responsibility to put on sunscreen or, you know, not spend 12 hours laying out in the sun all day or something. So it's not my responsibility to keep others from having feelings of being burned or feeling like I've over, overshined them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing about the sun that I love too, with the analogy of you is that the sun is always on, like obviously the earth rotates, the sun is always shining. It's somewhere. Yeah. Right. So um, now there might be clouds that go in front of it. There might be an eclipse. There might, you know, of course there's these random times that the sun doesn't shine, but pretty much the sun is always, always shining. And I don't know. Our perspective, we can't always see it shining. So. Right, right. And if it's too bright, what do we do? We put on sunglasses. We True. put on sunscreen. We don't go outside. We don't live in the desert. We don't, you know, 
for people who really don't truly like the sun or it's too bright, they move to Seattle or the Pacific Northwest or somewhere where it's not as, you know, Colorado 360 days a year shiny. Yeah. I just had, I just realized the thing about when we were talking about being magnetic as the sun, the sun is magnetic. It holds the universe, you know, holds our solar system together. Mm -hmm. The gravitational pull of the sun keeps all the planets Mm. from flying away. Oh, isn't that interesting too, with regard to the ringmaster, I never thought about the sun with regard to the universe and you as the sun and then you as, I guess a little backstory uh, about the ringmaster is just this idea of trying to figure out how Janet wants to stand in the world and shine, but also be a really great support or a... Well, Siri told me as my ruling planets come together, I'm the master of the storm. Oh yeah, master of the storm. Yeah. And so when I master the storm, I keep it, you know, I don't let it get to me. You know, it's like the center of the tornado or something. If I am in control of things more so, or I don't even think I can be in control of things, but just as I can, you know, move and weave and get through things is I don't let the storm get to me. And also one of the ways, if I feel like it's getting to me, is I go help master other people's storms. (laughs) Right, which she's brilliant at for me. Like I can come in there like the Tasmanian devil and she just can um, swoop me right down and figure all my shit out that's flying all over the house and (laughs) make it deliciously organized and pretty. And then I'm like, oh, thank you. So that was kind of cool. Okay, so the mind, I love that. And then the grapefruit really supporting your your love of the brain and your love almost of the itty-bitty shitty committee, like trying to keep you humble, keep you safe. And also, though, really fully owning and honoring this idea of you shining. So then in the body, we had ginger, which is the oil of empowerment. And you talked a lot about in the reading, had really great descriptions of your power coming from your solar plexus, like a hot flash, but of light, right? Yeah. I just always picture your solar plexus, you know, it's the center of your power. And so I've always pictured like, when, I don't know, when you're doing chakra work and stuff that all your chakras kind of come together at your solar plexus and then this huge beam of light shoots out of it. <laughs> mm. So that's how I picture that's where all my shine is also packed in there. And then I was picturing, you know, since one of the things about our reading is where in the body does your shine live or where do I want it to live? And I just immediately went to my solar plexus. And so I feel like that's where it lives. And then we need to picture us radiating the word out from that space. And so that's where like all this sparklers and everything came from. Like it's all really sparkly. So all the power comes out sparkly everywhere. (laughs) I can just really picture that. And it was kind of gold sparkles. So um, that was a color for me and that is kind of an important color for me this year because in doTERRA I'm shooting for gold right which is so shiny and sparkly yes when I did the little exercise for the body that's how I felt and the sun and the sparklers keep coming back and back and back in every part of the reading which is really cool Gina had asked me because I was so worried about others like judging me when I was shining that she wanted to know how I felt when others shined Mm. 
Right. I thought that was interesting because she goes, do you judge them when they shine? And I'm like, when I really think about it, I don't think I do. I think I love to see other people shine. It like is inspiring to me. I thought that was interesting insight that I was like, oh, I don't know why I think everybody's judging me and I'm not judging them. Right. And in fact, you get inspired by people who were shining. I think that's when that whole thing of the mirror, another round of the mirror came of that, wow, when people are fully expressed and they're shining and their greatness, it inspires you to shine. And therefore, you could also potentially be a catalyst for others, you know, be that spark for others to help them shine in their glory. That was so great. So then comes Ginger back in and it says, why do I feel so empowered to live the life I desire? Well, why do I? Because I want to inspire others and I'm inspired by others. And so it's kind of back to the thing about what if I don't shine, what's going to happen? Right. Am I going to make an impact in the world or I'm just going to go schlepping along in my life? Right. And so if I want to make an impact in the world, I've got to shine. So I thought that was awesome. So, you know, ginger is also a solar plexus chakra. <laughs> of course. Of course. And a little root. So, I mean, you know, also you need to have a little bit of root some safety there. So to keep you from, I guess, flying off into the space. <laughs> well, root, root, the root chakra too is all about your purpose and your, um, you know, not your security, you know, security and safety, but your purpose. And then also being, um, I mean, to me, oftentimes, uh, I associate that with your abundance, because if you're living your purpose, then you are more secure. And generally, everything pans out for you, you know? Yeah, because you're more inspired to do things, take action. Well, I feel like if we are living your purpose, you're living your passion. And that's when work doesn't feel like work. It feels like play or it feels like it's so rewarding because it's your passion. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, we all, you know, people get burnt out and have bad boundaries. Speaking of boundaries, we're going to go over to the heart. But (laughs) um, So in the heart, Janet got uh, clove, which was kind of an interesting conversation. There was another um, oil that when she was picking her oil, there was another oil that was like forcefully wanting to come in. And that was balance or the grounding blend. So clove and balance both came in at the heart. Uh, It's not, it's not pictured at the heart in the picture, but it ended up coming into the reading when we were working on the heart. And the heart was just talking about how does the oil inform or bring clarity to the needs of the heart? I thought it was interesting because Clove says goodbye to rejection, helplessness, and victim mentality. And it says hello to empowerment, courage, and confidence in self. And so I think heart is also where your passion lives. I have all this passion, but I have not been letting myself have the courage to go forward with it. And to let myself shine. And so this is going to give me the courage to shine too. In the book, our favorite emotions and essential oil books, um, it calls clove as part of the soul fire. I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something about soul fire. And so that's like what I picked up on in it. So it gives your heart, your soul fire. So that's kind of like where all the 
passion lives. And so it, we, I just pictured, you know, like stoking up my fire and my soul to help heat up my solar plexus so it can shine. And part of it, you know, the part of the passion's coming from your heart and the other part's coming from my sacral chakra where you create everything. So it's like heating up from both sides. It's so great. <laughs> oh, and then Gina, I, we had this, I pictured like a fireplace in my sacral chakra and then Gina was like, let's stoke that fire and then put some pock rocks on it. <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to put the, those horrible um, chemical logs so it would be really nice and purple and pretty and purple and green. Pretty and green. Yeah. So I, I think that's a fun image for me to think about, you know. Def definitely. So the other thing that came up for Clove was, uh, of course, Clove is all about boundaries, but there was a huge thing about commitment in ginger might have had some commitment in it too but but what came up in clove was this um the word commitment just kept coming up and um janet had a lot of resistance has a lot of resistance to that word and so it was funny because after we worked through all of it then the ground the grounding blender balance came in and its affirmation is why is it so easy for me to create stability and commitment and so through the whole reading there's been this whole like underlying theme of shining owning it being empowered having good boundaries having stability being committed but also being adaptable and so during the reading, this actually kind of got, it was a little bit of a long part, but it was this really deep conversation that Janet got to kind of go deeper about judgment and commitment. And then the need to release, um, so we call judgment and commitment JC. And <laughs> she, and, and this thing of her needing to release um, her belief system, which I always call BS. So she needed to release her BS about JC because what's coming in is this really strong desire for her to be committed to shining, her like self-commitment to shine. Pretty much all my life, every time I hear the word commitment, like my whole body just cringes. I'm not sure what I've, you know, I makes me feel trapped and maybe in jail, you know, kind of just like I can't get out. If I commit to something, I'm stuck in it forever. And so I feel like you know, if I want to shine, I've got to go all in, which is commitment. Right. I need to just get rid of my BS about that. And the interesting thing too, thinking about you and going all in and feeling trapped and committed is that all comes back to boundaries and or lack of boundaries and, and, and you True. know, your whole purpose of speaking your truth and using your voice. And so if you're using your voice, you can say no, the sacred no, you can say fuck no, the sacred fuck no. And you can, you know, like this fear of commitment is very alleviated when you are standing in your and can speak your boundaries. True. And I've never been in the past. I've not been good about that. So, mm -hmm. and that's maybe why I fear it so much. I feel like I lose all control if I go all in. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because master of the storm, master of the, it's uh, not master of the storm. What's the eye of the, eye of the storm? What does she yeah. call you? Is it the eye of the storm? That is such a presence and potency of being present to the chaos, which to me is almost what we're saying here is you have that ability to say no 
you just haven't chosen it as much in the past as you might have liked. True. Yeah. I feel like you actually have stood up and shined way more in the past couple of years than when I first knew you. And so I, I, I wanted to, um, I'm proud of you for that. And I wanted to, um, call that in that I love that you're committing <laughs> to to actually fully shine like I feel like when you say oh I, I haven't done this and I haven't and I actually feel like you have really like even us with the podcast we have put ourselves out there we have put ourselves out there and been vulnerable to be criticized and um, all the things and in that way I think that is just practice for shining and so um, you're on your path to fully shining true yeah I do feel like I've stepped out of the out of the shadows more so in the last few years but I'm still holding back so I need to just kind of let that shit go (laughs) which takes us to the spirit which is blue tansy oh my god inspired action (laughs) there you go no more shadows I release the obstacles that have held me back and I create movement and change I am committed. I am committed. I love that. (laughs) I know. I think it was funny because in the reading, you know, we like got through the whole thing about commitment and judgment through the heart. And then we're like, okay, let's go to spirit and blue tansy. And Janet and I both love blue tansy because it's so powerful. And then (laughs) I was reading the card and I was like, oh shit. It says I am committed. And we both just busted out laughing. It's really like, great. What the heck? Yeah. And it's why is it so easy for me to take inspired action, which I just think is so, so powerful. So in the mind, it's all about visioning. You know, so this is the whole daily ritual of taking you through your word of the year to bring your word of the year to life. And so we gave, you know, neuro tools. If you received the reading, you got the neuro tools to create your own daily ritual. And the spirit part is really envisioning where, where you're going to be. So every day you're bringing in the vision of being, you know, for Janet, it's, it's shiny. Oh, and the other thing about blue tansy, it, it creates the ability to let go of the struggle. And allow the flow of energy to happen, the ability to take initiative. So I love the part about letting go of the struggle. What just came to me is it's way easier for me to just be myself as myself instead of trying to struggle to make sure that people don't see all my weirdnesses. It's a lot harder to work or do the dance of trying to make everybody like you and everybody show everybody the face that's not actually me. It's true. I never thought about that, that you're so right there. It, it, you expense, we expend so much effort trying to fit in as opposed to how effortless it is to just be, to just be. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like in your reading where you were talking about, you know, the ocean just is the ocean and it's in constant movement all the time, but it's not thinking, Oh my gosh. I'm going to go get really big and I'm going to be a big wave and I'm going to crash and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't have that. It's just what it does. Right. Right. <laughs> just like the sun. It shines. That's what it does. Well, and I thought too, this sunflowers came in at, at this point as well as this. And I think you related it to, oh, right. Like every once in a while, I could be a hot mess in my, in my stability and committed inspired action of shining. I can still like 
you know, explode every once in a while and <laughs> uh, have these things. But I was thinking the idea of like solar flares as being a um, representation of, I don't know, almost I'm in, I am, I've built up so much power that I'm just going to let off some steam. And in that you are rippling out this amazing hotness um, out into the world, you know, kind of like the sparklers at the end of the, your fingers, you know, like when you really fully get turned on and turned up, you're, you know, you're vibrating so much that sparklers are, you know, you're just bright, but sparklers are coming out of your, <laughs> out of your hands. And I was thinking the hot, the sun, sun flares kind of were reminding me of the same energy. True. Yeah. So yeah, well, it was a great reading. I thought it was really fun and so powerful the second time. So if if you do readings like this, it is so powerful to do it with a buddy. So we we I'm gonna we're gonna invite you to find someone where you can do these monthly readings with and record them. Like hop on a Zoom call, even if you're just sitting right there, um, or do a video or a um, audio recording because it's so powerful to go back and re-listen. And since this is a yearly, you know, it would be really smart if Janet and I, you know, listen to this once a month to remind us of the power of these readings and all the ahas that we had. Yeah. And it's just kind of crazy how when you re-listen to it, it, it kind of, to me, it gives me the big picture of it all. And you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's magic. It all comes together. Right, and I feel like even doing the daily ritual, we forget the little ahas. We forget the little pieces, right? Yeah. So if you have it, if you have this and you did it and you're not doing it daily, like put this by your vision board, put this um, in your bathroom, put it somewhere where you're at every day so you can do this at least once a day. It's, it's a powerful, it's a powerful thing. So, and yeah. I, I tried to do my vision board before we did this reading and I couldn't get it together nothing seemed right. And so after I did this reading and did my reading with Siri Cutham and all that stuff, it all came together on Sunday, a couple days ago from now. And I was just like, oh, this all feels like it all goes together now. And I have like a clear vision of what it is. So I think these are good practices also to make sure you have clarity. Yeah. I love that. And I love that as a potential new way to look at the first of the year is that you know December seems to be the letting go calling in and then what I'm hearing from you is that you chose your word of the year you let go and called in in 2018 you started to formulate things and it was just you needed a little bit more spaciousness for it to really solidify in your body and now it's getting towards the end of the month so that's kind of cool how yeah you took the month to really um, hone in and make sure that you were solid in it. It wasn't just a, you know, wake up and have to go to a vision board workshop and, yeah, you know, like plaster it all on. Like it, you really, it started to grow on you. So that's actually really awesome. Yeah. And it got deeper into lots of deeper meetings. And like from this one, I got lots of visualize, be able to visualize it. So I have like the sun visual and all these different things that go with it. So it's easier for me to remember. Right. 
and I have my picture of it and I can go back and look at the cards and look at my notes. Also take notes if you need to. The things that are your ahas are like, oh my God, soul, soul fire. I love that word. You know, just kind of take notes and really go deeper into it. Yeah. So anything else, Janet? Should we let them go? And yeah. Yeah. So we hope that you find value. We, we have found um, much value in doing the readings and then re-going over and uh, hearing how the oils inform each other. And so we hope that you are beginning to really listen to your oils in a different way and let them inspire you and inform you in your essential oil oracle journey. Yeah. And if you want to play with us, you can join Clubbo and do a reading with us. Yeah. And be on our podcast. We have a few spots left for our live readings and we would love to have you. Yep. So, so check us out at empoweryouroils.com. So we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Please visit empoweryouroils.com for information on purchasing Deutera essential oils, to receive fun free downloads, and even a variety of not-so-free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. We are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog, or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.